watching us in your homes ang gabi sa tanan I hope and pray we pray that everything is fine with you um, tomorrow at 8 o'clock 8.15 uh, we will be um, in Dabo Memorial wait for the uh, body of Mom Esther so determined to not forget uh, will be tomorrow morning your Bible please karong gabi sa book of John chapter 16 and verse number 33 John 16 verse number 33 kindly rise this time as we give uh, reverence to the reading of the word of God <clears throat> praying that the Word of God will find a, a special place in our hearts tonight. John 16:33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Let us remain standing for prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for the Word of God. Thank you for giving us always the privilege to preach the Word, especially nowadays, especially during this time, Lord, of the pandemic. Your people, every one of us, we need, O oh God, the comfort, the assurance that comes from the Word of God. I pray tonight that our hearts will be blessed, that we will be encouraged by what we hear. Speak to our hearts through thy servant tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Kindly, pakilingkod palihog. And uh, we're happy in the Lord this evening. We're happy to be here. Uh, we were informed that some of our people, like uh, Doc Bebot and Imam Che, Medyo nagbaha na daw outside of their house. So, kanarabang ang lugar diha. So, we, we need to include sila Ma'am Nitz Marasigan. Kung baha na dilapit ila ni Doc Bebot, for sure nga baha na dito sila ni Ma'am Nitz Marasigan. <clears throat> Be praying for the safety. You can never tell anytime ang ulan sa Dabo, ubuhos. And, uh, and of course, all of us uh, are in danger of... Uh, being flooded. So be praying much for that. These things Jesus said, I have spoken unto you that in me, can you imagine that? I have, I said, ye might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation or trouble. But take courage. Be of good cheer. Jesus says, I have overcome the world. There isn't a human being alive on this planet who isn't acquainted with troubles. Time of difficulty arrived unexpectedly and open remain indefinitely. Let me say that it remains indefinitely and the sorrowful memories 
they produce, take deep root in the mind. It is no wonder then why Jesus is promised in John 16.33, also take deep root in the minds and hearts of so many Christians. We treasure this verse actually. In the world, Jesus said, you shall have tribulation or trouble. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. This comforting verse is actually found within a larger section in the Gospel of John. Chapters 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Five chapters. Chapters 13 to 17 make up what the theologians refer to as the farewell discourse of Christ. The farewell discourse. Pamilin bilin to Jesus Christ. Chapter 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. These are uh, Jesus' final words of reassurance, words of comfort and encouragement to his disciples in the upper room before his betrayal, before his arrest, and before his crucifixion. In chapter 16, which is our chapter tonight, he speaks of them of his impending death and his departure, as well as their desertion. That night they will uh, leave the Lord Jesus Christ. In John 16.32, John chapter 16.32, Jesus tells them, Behold, the hour cometh. Yea, is now come. This is not the right time. Now, yea, is now come that ye shall be scattered every man to his own, meaning his own house, his own way, and shall leave me alone. And Jesus says, And yet I am not alone because the Father is with me. The same peace that he possessed, the same peace that he enjoyed during these difficult times of his life, he says, my peace, give I unto you. Certainly this must have been, we say, uncomforting moments for the disciples. Hearing these words from Jesus, you will be scattered and you will leave me alone. And which is why Jesus immediately followed up with his comforting words in verse 13. Chapter 16, verse 13. These things I have spoken unto you, <clears throat> that in me you might have peace. In the world, he says, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In this verse, we see two certain realities. Two certain realities in verse number 13. Number one, the followers of Jesus will suffer great trouble or tribulations. We cannot avoid it. We have to suffer as we serve the Lord. Tribulation. We don't think it, you know, strange thing or we do not get surprised when, when tribulation comes into our lives. Number two, Jesus has already won the victory. In this verse, he was assuring his disciples. He didn't want his disciples to be under the delusion that their future ministry would be full of ease and comfort. 
And he doesn't want us to think that either as God's people today. Why? Because following Christ is difficult, really. If you are serious in serving the Lord, remember this. Whoever you are, in whatever position you, you, you occupy in the work of the Lord, you need to remember this. Following Christ is difficult and, and there will be opposition. Yet the reality of Christ's victory over sin and death via His own death and His resurrection provides peace and courage in the midst of all the opposition. Verse 33, again, chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus said, These things, kining mga butanga, these things, underline that. He, he is referring to the past three chapters, actually, that, that, that comprise the very uh, intimate message that he, that he should, uh, you know, he shared with his disciples after their last supper. Grabbing a story of Jesus Christ. These things, he said, he was reminding of all the things that happened in the previous um, words that he said to his, after the Last Supper. Warren Worsby said that John 13, 14, 15, 17, 16, 17 is the Lord's last farewell message to his beloved disciples. Climaxing it with his intercession intercessory prayer for them and for us. You read John 17, that's the Lord's prayer actually. His encouragement, words of encouragement, ending in chapter 17 with his personal prayer for them and for us. Until now, we have someone praying for us there in heaven as the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, on the other side, another commentator said that in referring to these things, Jesus is referring not to the immediate preceding words, but this whole discourse is, is referring to this particular uh, uh, time of giving his sermon to his disciples in the upper room, of which those were the very last words and which he thus winds up with with, the, with this verse in verse 33. He had spoken to them about followers in chapter 13. He had spoken to them about the Father in chapter 14. He had spoken to them about fruitfulness in chapter 15. He had spoken to them about the future in chapter 16. And as he gives he, this farewell message, last part of chapter 16, now, these are the very words which he winds up as far as his, his uh, discourse with his own disciples. Remember from chapter 13, Jesus Christ has terminated his earthly public ministry and whatever is recorded from chapter 13 up to chapter 17, those words are exclusive for us. No unsaved people the world cannot claim that. He has done his part in in ministering to the crowd. Then comes chapter 13. There it begins. The exclusiveness of his ministry. Taking care of his own. Can you imagine? So that is why. When you, whenever you have the chance to read John 13. That's for me. That's for me. 
John 14, that is for me, that is meant for me. John 15, about fruitfulness. And in, then in John chapter 16, talking about his, his farewell message for us. There are three thoughts that I would like to share with you today. Number one, there is a word of warning in this verse. These things I have spoken unto you. That in me ye might have peace. Remember that. Exclusive nani. And this is his farewell message. Pamilin bilin nani. And uh, in in few minutes from now he will be arrested. And then he will be. It, there begins his arraignment, and then his his the judgment rendered unfair judgment, and then he will go to the cross. Few minutes before his arrest, Jesus Christ uttered these words to the terrified disciples. At that very moment, they were confused. They were troubled. Let not your heart be troubled, Jesus Christ said. What do we see in this verse number one? This is a word, there is a word of warning issued by Jesus himself for every one of us. I can claim it, you can claim it. If you are serving God, remember Jesus said, in the world you shall have what? Tribulation. In the world you shall have trouble. Job says in chapter 14 verse 1, Job said, man that is born of a woman is of few days. A few days and full of trouble. Can you imagine? That's how Job sees man's life free on earth. In fact, Job was a um, faithful servant of the Lord. He served God faithfully. In Psalm 25 verse 17, David said, in Psalm 25 verse 17, he said, The troubles of my heart are enlarged. We just cannot pray, Lord, I wish to serve you, kanabang, thou limbs. I wish to serve you without troubles, without trials, without testings. I just want to, without sickness, without losses, without persecution. But David says, the troubles of my heart are enlarged. It, it, it attacks, first of all, your heart. The Apostle Paul said in 2 Corinthians 4, verse number 8. 2 Corinthians 4, verse 8. We are troubled on every side. Papilion ka, asa ka? Kay Job? Asa masayon? Listen to Job. Diri ka kan Job. Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of troubles. Diri ka kan David. The troubles of my heart is enlarged. If given the chance, pilion yung tulo. And then Paul says, we are troubled on every side. And uh, people will say, well, why is it that I have, I have problems and trials in, in serving the Lord? Do not think it strange, yung Apostle Peter. Ayaw katingala, because we are no better than these three great men of God. In John 16.33, these things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace in the world. And uh, I wish I can repute that. I wish I can deny that. You know, so many people have lived in denial as far as what Jesus Christ said, has said in this verse. 
They think nga, sukad ko na Christians, grabe. Um, grabe ang blessing, grabe ang pag-increase money, grabe, grabe. I wish we can, we can do that. Jesus Christ, in the world you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Number one, consider your present tribulation. Is there something at present trying to trouble you? Here Jesus is talking about our present actually. I studied it carefully. He's referring to our present. And that, and he shall have in the world, he shall have. Some Bible scholars said it is ye have actually. Ang meaning he shall have means it just exactly says ye have. Right now you have. Because at this very moment the disciples were confused. They were actually fearing. They were in doubt. So in the world, you have Adam Clark, one of, a, one of a Bible expositors, said of this phrase, you shall have that it suggests, he says, you have. You shall have suggests you have. The tribulation is at hand. You are not just, you are not just about to plunge into it, it is a current and continuing, a continuing experience. You may try to deny it, but I'm, I'm sure And it seems to continue. It's, it seems that it never goes away. So tribulation is at hand. Number two, look at not only your present tribulation, consider also the reality of tribulation. In the world, you shall have tribulation. Understand the meaning of the word uh, tlepsis. T-H-L-I-P-S-I-C. Tlepsis. You shall have tribulation. Tlepsis. It means pressure. Tlepsis means afflicted, being afflicted. It means anguish. It means burden. Persecution, tribulation, and trouble. I, I again ask you, asamona. Tanang tanang meaning sa word nga tribulation, pressure, afflicted, anguish, burden, persecution, tribulation, and trouble. Clepsis properly it means a pressing, pressing together pressure, as if you are being hemmed inside two walls. And magipit ka ganang duhak klasing walls. It is a Greek metaphor that means oppression. It means affliction, tribulation, distress. The same root word is used in John 16 verse number 21. Look at that. John 16 where it is translated anguish. John 16 verse number 21. A woman, when she is in travail, had sorrow. Because her hour is come, as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembered now, no more the anguish. Before she had anguish. Inganak kasakit, agay, dilako, in modern times, na pwede ka magsisarian. Pwede dagang mga ways karong kanyang itong panahon. 
And uh, kaniyanto mga tanan ka giyon sige usa gibuhat kaniyanto panahon kanang mga anak ba nga makaraang tao wala pay tarong nga mga doktor mga obigaynis dealing with that somebody describe and I can I can never understand it until now mo gamit to sila kanang alho I, I don't know ni samot og kasakit and uh, so can you imagine Kung nakakita na mo ka ng babaeng na nanganak na grabing syagit, that is the experience of a child of God. In the world, you shall have tribulation. Tribulation. And it refers to the distress of a woman in childbirth. Vine's Expository Dictionary. I know some of you have his dictionary, Mr. Vine's uh, Expository uh, dictionary of the Bible. Uh, you know what he says? That this word may refer to sufferings of the body or the mind or the sufferings in general. Sufferings in general. Number three, this is part of our Christian life that we just cannot avoid. Tribulation is something that we just cannot we wish and we hope we sometimes deny it but maabot na siya whether how faithfully you serve the lord or not and uh and now how how we wish we could just have a life free from any kind of trouble but jesus says i wish i can say jesus why did you say that you should have not said that because the way i understand everything Everything is fine. Everything is fine. But why did you say that? I wish I, I can have something to erase that part in the Bible. That didn't deny Jesus said, "Ye shall have tribulation. And we all have learned the meaning of the word tribulation. Listening to the testimony of the following servants of God. First of all, we can, we can listen to Paul. 2 Corinthians 11.24, please, in your Bible. Let us analyze what happened to Paul. And uh, 2 Corinthians 11.24-28, to 24-28, Of the Jews, five times received I forty stripes, save one. Thirty-nine lashes that would literally cut your body open with the scourging instruments. You know what? Save one because the portrait actually ginabunal na sa mga ulo. Because napulo pa lang kalases or 20 lases. Ang tao magkurug-kurug na. And they would go insane and they would just literally patay na gini mong tanahon. Pag-abot kay Paul, yung aguanta niya, 39. Except the last one, hindi rin na sa ulo. At ito nang gunitanan bitaw, bag, gusto kamatay. How many times did it happen to Paul? Five times. Pila ba sa tuwa nakaagig ibunalan o ganang bisag PC na lang because we preach the gospel? And just imagine five times for 38 times except one. Save one. Thrice I had been beaten with rods. Once I was stoned dito sa listra. He was stoned and literally people believed uh, he died. And uh, 
Thrice I was I, I suffered shipwreck. A night and a day I have been in the deep. In journeys open, in perils of waters, in perils of robbers, in perils of mine own countrymen, in perils of, of the heathen, in perils in the city, in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among false brethren, in weariness, in painfulness, in watching open, in hunger, in thirst, in fasting open, in cold, in nakedness. Verse 28, Beside those things that are without, that which cometh upon me the daily, the care, the care of all the churches. And, uh, and I can, I begin to understand what this man felt. And um, every now and then, I receive texts from a pastor. Pastor, wala mi bangko. Pastor, akong anak nasa hospital. Pastor, and with the, with the limited resources and how you divide it. And dili ko katulog magunahuna sa panginahanglan, sa daghan. It is not easy. Karun pa lang ha, 60 plus pa lang na mga pastor. How much more kung 500 na? You know, sometimes I'm tempted to say, Lord, actually, binawaan ka naman to ako, ginawa itong vision ni mga 500, dito tinood. Usa lang kasimbahan, yung mga dalahon, hindi basta-basta. And, uh, and, and it brought troubles to life ni Paul. Look at the troubles that came in the lives of Abraham, the lives of Moses. Kapila si hapit batuon sa mga tao. And the Israelites for 40 years in the wilderness. Look at all the troubles that came to the history of the kings of Israel. Like, like King Hezekiah. <clears throat> and all the troubles that were experienced by all the prophets of God in the Old Testament. Prophets like Elijah. Prophets like Elisha. Like Jeremiah, the weeping prophet. Like David. Consider all the troubles that came on the New Testament church. For example, the apostles. We ask, just look at one aspect. How did they die? Katulang death na lang, ha? Without counting the imprisonments, the humiliating experiences they have, the rejection they have, being laughed at, many times despised. But look at one aspect, because time is limited, limitahan ko lang. We can look at Peter. <clears throat> How did he die? Peter was crucified with a twist. They hung his cross upside down. Gibali. Andrew. Who was Andrew? Remember me, Andrew? He came to Jesus. He was brought by Peter, his brother. And then he was martyred by crucifixion in the city of Patras around 60 AD like his brother Simon. Patiwarikpud. Look at James. James was the first of the of Jesus' apostles, apostles to die. For following him, he was executed with a sword. The book of Acts. How about Bartholomew? He was martyred. They said that in India, oh, then in India, karudagang kay mga problema kay nakautang po denig. Dakodig utang sa one of the apostles. Actually, not one, but two. And uh, he was 
he was at length cruelly beaten and then crucified sa India. How about Thomas? Thomas was martyred in India for Melapore, India. And uh, historian said that he was stabbed with spears. Spears. And then how about Paul? Because time is limited, let us stop kay Paul. Paul was beheaded by Emperor Nero. Why? Because Jesus said in the world you shall have what? Trouble. Are we better compared to the prophets of God? Are we better compared to the apostles? Number two, there was a warning from Jesus Christ himself, number one, warning us that in the world you shall have what? Tribulation. Ano kung ikaw mutuman ka sa tawag sa gino? Kanabang mag-forward ka para mangalagat ka sa gino? Magsugod ka mission? Now, layo ra kayo ng word na congratulations actually. Actually, I can advise pagbantay ka, pakainit ka ni Satanas once you start working for the Lord. Number two, Jesus wants us to live here on earth as we serve Him, claiming and exercising His promise of peace. His promise of peace. John 16.33 These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. You know, the easiest solution makita sa tao karun is to quit, to hide from the Reality is a problem. Instead of facing it with the help of God, people would say, "Well, mubalhin ko simbahan kay problemahan ako dre." Oi, oi, let me warn you. You will not find place na wala kay trials. Might be for a while, but if you seriously considering yourself to serve God faithfully. Fully devoted to the cause of Christ, bantay ka because you will be tested. You will be tested. And uh, can you imagine? These things have I spoken unto you that in me you might have peace. Jesus has promised. No, he, he promises us peace in the means of tribulation, in the means of trouble, and it can only be found in Christ. Remember this. God wants us as we serve Him to claim the promise of His peace. You don't find it anywhere else except on Jesus. John 14 verse 27, Peace I live with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And you have to understand ang pagpangalagat si you will have to go through a lot of struggles. Number one under that is peace. Peace is God's precious gift in times of trouble. Moni pangitaagyod, when troubles come into your life, seek for God's peace because He has promised His peace. Peace! What is peace in times of trouble? It is the most precious gift you enjoy 
The most precious gift that you need to possess in times of trouble. First, we enjoy the peace of salvation. Romans 5 verse 1, Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What kind of peace is this? Romans 5 1 verse, chapter 5 verse 1, Peace with God, being reconciled with God. This is the state of a soul assured of his salvation through Christ. You have peace. Number two, God's peace is also a sustaining grace. Now the most precious gift that we receive from God in times of trial, this is also a sustaining gift from God. You will, you will see yourself through. It will allow you to, to go through. Why? Because this is a sustaining gift that will carry us through. A.T. Robertson, a great expositor, said that, that, he said, in me, he might have peace, actually. You know what he says? The idea is that he may keep on having peace in me. When Jesus said that in me, he might have peace, you know what, what does it mean? It, it, it means you, are, you will be having, you keep on having peace in me. Peace today, peace tomorrow, peace the next day. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in thee. I am, and even when I am put to death, he says, remember this is the last hour before his crucifixion, even though they put me to death, Peace be found nowhere except in me. In me. That he might, that he may, or he might keep on having peace in me. Peace that assures us that he will answer our prayers. Philippians 4 verse 6 and 7, Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God. Verse 7, And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep, shall guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. John 14, 27, Peace I live with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. It seems fear is trying to control the hearts of men all over the world today. Fear of the coronavirus, COVID-19. What if what happened to India will happen to Dabo City or in the Philippines? Everyday people are thinking about that. Actually, what if makapasok ang India? The other day, there was a seaman. It was a seaman from... from uh, one of the Arab countries, and he had he had no uh, travel history going to India. Came home actually Duhana, Dunai, Indian um, uh, virus. Nakasulod isa tuwa sa Luzon, isa na asjensan. Dool na lang kayo. Makarga ganito sa fiscar, peace be with you, goodness. 
Can you imagine ang mga tao, silang garage, yan ang magsunog ang tao, yan silang gawas, mahutdan na silang kahoy. Can you imagine if it happens to us? Wapang mahadlok. Doon na may kahadlok, pero doon ay peace inside. Lahi ang atong dibati. Why? Because we have peace. God's peace inside. And so remember this. Jesus Christ says, These things have I spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation or trouble, but be of good cheer. I am in control. I am in full control. Maski pa maabot pa ng Indian diri sa 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 atwa sa Davao City, still you can have peace. Is there a way concretely that the government can prevent it? Wala. Wala assurance na. Because people are, you know, travels are open to any people in any parts of the world. You cannot avoid that. But in Christ, there is comfort. In Christ, there is comfort. Find this comfort in the contrasting word. In the world, you shall have troubles. In the world, you shall have tribulation. Na isa ka butang, gibutang sa Holy Spirit. But, be, you, see. But, kana panan, mas kihiganti pana, na nakatreten sa tua, ang answer si Gino, thank God, ang kamot ni Jan, giana sa Holy Spirit, Jan, butangig, but, malimta ni mo. But, but, this comfort comes to us in the contrasting word. The dangers, but, the word means nevertheless. The word means notwithstanding. Yes, we may be exposed to danger, but, or nevertheless, or notwithstanding. Be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. But be of good cheer means to have courage. It means to exercise courage. Why? Because Hebrews 13 verse 5 says, For he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. In the world you shall have tribulation. But, he says, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. In the world you shall have tribulation. But, Romans 8.33 what, we, what shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? In the world, you shall have tribulation, but, thank God, wala yun malimti tong but dito. Psalm 23 verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, but thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thank the Lord for that. In Christ, there is comfort. Also, in Christ, there is victory, there is conquest. I have overcome means victory. He has conquered, he has prevailed victoriously. How great is God's power at work in the lives of believers. Do not ever forget that the life you know, the power of God is working in Ephesians 1, verse number 20. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, and let us look at verse number 20 and 21. 
In your Bible, please, Ephesians 1, look at verse number 20. Let us begin verse number 19, please. Ephesians 1, 19. And that, what is the exceeding greatness of His power to us, word who believe, according to the working of His mighty power. He has demonstrated that in which, verse 20, which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead and set Him at His right hand in the heavenly places. He's reigning right there with all power. All power is given unto me. There is no power as far as God is concerned na wala diha ang Kristo Jesus. He is exercising the power of the Father, the power of the Holy Spirit. We can come to Him. And then look at verse number 21. Far above all principality, all power and might and dominion and every name but His name, not only in this world, but also in the world to come. Can you imagine when we find ourselves connected to the throne of God? You know what we see? We find there is someone seated at his right hand exercising all the power of God. And that someone seated at the right hand of God is our Savior. Is our best friend. He longs to be with us. He longs to listen to us. And that somebody seated at the right hand of God exercises all the power of God in our behalf. Just remember that. But be of good cheer. Sa katapusan, because time is limited, number three, Jesus wants us to live here on earth as we serve Him, claiming and exercising his power, his promise, and his and his peace. Medyo nalaktawan ako second point. There is also, number two, the victory, the victorious aspect of the statement made by Jesus Christ in this great verse. Number three, he wants us to live here on earth as we serve him claiming and exercising His promise of peace. There is peace. God's precious gift. God's sustaining gift. Yes. Thank the Lord when we are in the state of doubt and confusion. And can you imagine uh, imagine the the apostles were terrified. The apostles were afraid because of because of uh, the present the present circumstances in their lives. Fear brings with it anxiety, worry, dread, restlessness, panic, tension. Jesus speaks of peace and comforts his friend. Hours before he was arrested. And his violent, cruel crucifixion begins. Hours before they start crucifying him. And said, my peace. My peace. I gave, he says. My peace. That which he gives, he owns it. He owns something most precious. You know what? 
you know what makes that peace so real? Because whatever Jesus gives to us is something that he enjoys, something that he exercises while here on earth, and something that he himself treasures. There is peace. As I close, the most important thing, I believe, the most important aspect, we have the, we have the peace that we are saved. In Romans 5 verse 1, we have, the, we have the assurance of peace that whatever prayer we have, He is there. He's willing to answer our prayers, to hear us, and as a result, the peace of God guards our heart. And I believe, thirdly, is found in Acts 23, verse number 11. And I close with this. And the night following, the Lord stood by him and said, Be of good cheer. Paul, be at peace. For as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. After the commotion that day, Paul had just concluded his third missionary journey into Jerusalem. And probably he thought, how I wish nga killing a time because he was really, you now has de- de- dedicated his life and his dream was to be able to preach the gospel to his fellow uh, uh, Pharisees. The opportunity came, somebody slapped on him on his face, medyo nawadaan si Paul sa iyang uh, yang palimot and he reacted not knowing that the person he was talking to was was the high priest and so you know what Paul the Roman Roman officer took him out of the commotion and put him on a seemingly jail to keep him safe you know he he, he felt that Delikado si Apostle Paul. So, deposito niya. Gipadlock nito si Apostle Paul. Sulod sa prison. So, happen. Walilain dito si Apostle Paul lang. Pagabot sa gabi with all the... He was fired. He was discouraged. And Paul probably thought, this is now the end of it. The Lord spoke to Paul. The night following, the Lord stood by him and said, Paul, be of good cheer. As thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, that was a recognition that God was pleased with his word. So must thou bear witness of me in Rome. You know what happened? God extended his ministry to the fourth journey. Many Bible expositors would call it the fourth journey, missionary journey of Paul. And through that journey, through that process, Four great epistles are included in the canon of Scripture. The book of Philemon, the book of Colossians, the book of Ephesians, and the book of Philippians. The insert the read. Plus, Apostle Paul, some Bible scholars said, was, was able to, he was given a temporary release and was able to go into places but that he hoped he could have gone to and continue this ministry. Can you imagine? During the hour, he was confused. He could have all the reason to say, Human ako. I'm done. 
absolved the Lord. But the Lord wasn't done yet with him. He wasn't through with all yet. And you know what? There is peace. God will bless this church. There is peace. God's assurance that in me we might have peace. The Lord will pour his blessing. I told you this, the, the, I told you the experience I have for 10 years. Adlaw gabi nagampo ko para sa Eden camp. And until now, I, I have no idea why and how the Lord provided. In fact, he tried to email me many times. Ako ignore. And uh, practically, usay mag-email ko, ma- 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 matumong. Kanya ka to nag-email sa kuha, lawyer, doctor. Doctor, lawyer. Pagtanano ko si in English ko, hinasasan ng ginig. Kaya taga-Europe, ko, abe, tubaga na, pasagdang ko na. Siguro mga several times, nag-email siya, hangtun nga, nangita siya, mga tao, nga makakuha siya, number na ko sa cellphone. Dito sa cellphone, tuwan na po, tali, yabot. Until natulong ako, padulong ko sa camp, di ako sa atbang sa may, di ako ginapangayo sa dalan. My telephone rang. Si Pastor Ingay, I need to talk to you. Una-una na ako, I'm a preacher, base kung makashare ko sa iya. Okay. You know, God is amazing. God works in some wonderful ways. There is a God working in our midst. There is a God who can create miracles in animals. There is a God who can do the impossible things if we just keep on believing and serving Him. Tonight, maybe you have some needs and you'd like to be included in prayer. You that are watching right in your home, God sees and understands your troubles and has all the power to intervene. Heavenly Father, thank you for the word of God tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Sir Romero.